Blog Talk Radio. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO. The show that brings you the wisest counsel and most fascinating people in the business community from all around our terrestrial orb. I am Bart Jackson, your Hieronymus Bosch of business. And so let me ask you, my friend, does every word, does the very word Zoom make you wince? Have you squinted into that sea of virtual faces so darn often that your pre-COVID traffic-infested commute to the office is, well, looking pretty good right about now? Well, welcome to the human race and the modern plague-smitten era, because it is here. And just as a little reality spritzer, regardless of your love-hate relation, with teleconferencing meetings and regardless of whenever the COVID virus finally does wither and vanish away, virtual gatherings, well, they're here to stay as a major force in our social and our business communication lives. Zoom is part of the hand we are dealt. And so this hour, we are going to lavish on you all the tips to transform you from a face in the crowd into a real Zoom maestro. So uh, whether you share the face base with others once a week or thrice a day, I invite you to pull up your chair and join us in this feast of wisdom, all carefully cuisined to make your career thrive and your adventures flourish. Now, as we consider this, I get really step number one must be to check uh, your video conferencing options at hand. We use the term Zoom Maestro because, well, Zoom is really the most popular, but the field of varying providers is jam-packed, and these providers offer a surprisingly broad array of styles and costs and services, and so just scratch the surface. Of, of all their services, I'd like to invite you to check out, take heed, Zoom, Google Hangouts, FaceTime, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Slack Video Calls, Free Conference, Life Size Go, Dialpad Meetings, TrueConf Online, and, of course, the old tried-and-true Skype. Not to mention all those that are popping up like toadstools in a swamp that, that are there to offer you new video conferencing methods. But here's a tip. To make uh, an informed decision for selecting your video services, the best advisor we have found is to visit uh, resources.owllabs.com. That's resources.owllabs.com. And they really give a solid comparative review of all the top video services. And I'm and so it's worth checking them out. Now, I, I got to admit, I'm a little prejudiced, of course, because the owl uh, is Bart's book's logo, but, but they may know mine. My wife never does. So uh, much so the heck with all the technical programs. Let's get right down to that most important element of any communication platform, and that, my friend, is you, your behavior, and your preparedness. And I think, at this point, really the best way to attack the video conferencing challenge is to take it all the way through, from 
before the beginning right through to the final sign-off. This means uh, after you've looked at your providers, step number one. Step number two, let's look at the, all the preparation. And first, a mental note. Like any communication, I, I am going to ask you to pause, take a deep breath, and ask, why in heaven's name am I doing this? What do I want to get out of this meeting? <laughs> now, I know it may sound sort of silly, but, but you don't walk into a surgeon's office with no idea what you want, and you don't call business meetings just because you're lonely and it's fun to chew the fat. Well, I, I know you do, Donald, but, but for the rest of us, uh, this is you think about what you want. So just for a second, before you get on, before you even think about it, tell yourself, what would a good outcome of this meeting be? You may even jot it down. But just keep that in mind. Number two, your personal appearance. Now remember, you're on video. And despite all the jokes about sitting in your underwear, there's darn few of us, unless you are, of course, drop-deadly gorgeous as I am, who, few, very few of us, look at our video faces without a, well, let's say a tinge of critical wincing. But remember that every other face that you are seeing uh, on this video call uh, is masking that very same thought. So that said, deal breaker rule number one for appearance is groom and dress as neatly as you would for your very first job interview. Why? Well, the truth is you're trying to make an impression. And it may be old cronies, but your ideas are going to be better accepted if you groom and dress appropriately. What you're doing by preparing yourself to dress is you're saying, you're rating the idea that you, th that you think you're meeting them is an important thing in, their, in your life. And frankly, Scarlett, that's about the highest compliment that you can pay someone. By the way, the reverse is true. Uh, if you appear slovenly, what does that say about your, what you think about the other people? So, unless you make a living in your pajamas, da-dum-bum. And, and since we're on the subject of clothing, number three, a couple of tips. Now, I, I know, you know, and I know that today's quote, business casual, has descended into the choice between sweatpants and zebra-striped leotards. I mean, there's anything goes. But let's get sensible here. Uh, don't go over formal. This is a more intimate medium. Video is, as I say, more intimate. And, and if you dress too fancy, you're going to seem stuffy and much more uh, important, you're going to seem unapproachable. So I recommend that you dress well, neat, clean, and so forth, and about in the middle of, of uh, the formality scale. And I also recommend, and this is fun, that you add some dress accoutrement that's what I call subtly outlandish. That is, you wear some item that will draw viewers' attention to you without making you seem clownish, you know. So, uh, for example, uh, this is one of my own, and I love it. Uh, I often wear a very nice polo shirt uh, with large letters 
a logo that says Dirty D's Club. And I got to tell you, about 50% of the time, some soul will break down and say, Bart, I just got to ask, what in heaven's name is the Dirty D's Club? And then I tell my little story, which I'm going to share with you right now. When I was seven, my very bestest friend, Peter Mathiason and I and a couple of cronies formed the Dirty Deeds Club. <laughs> Boy, it's Will. And so a few years back, three or four years or so, I decided what fun it would be for Christmas. I had a couple of shirts made up, one for me, one for Peter. I mailed it to Peter as a Christmas gift, and by return mail, or by return email, he sends me back this picture of Peter wearing the shirt. In one hand is a buzzing chainsaw, on the other hand is an open scotch bottle. So thank <laughs> you. I guess things never change. Anyway, what my, my whole point for going through this silliness is that You've got a tale to tell. You're something that distinguishes you and without being offensive or blatantly self-promotional. So you get the idea. All I'm saying is this is an opportunity for you to be a little subtly outlandish. And uh, that's fun. Now, uh, that said, I don't care if you weigh 450 pounds, my friend. Uh, you will not see, you will not be t- fill the entire screen of whatever video conferencing call provider you're using. So, we must let's look at setting the stage. That is, by that I mean all the stuff that's behind you. And my first rule, I'm adamant on this on video backdrops, I am going to say a giant no. Now, I I know Video backdrops are fun. Nothing gets attention as hearing you talk from inside a shark's gaping jaws or uh, on some enviably uh, bikini-clad inviting beach. Wonderful. However, I stand four square against video backgrounds because they are absolutely dependable. And by that I mean you can absolutely count on, on these video backdrops to dependably quiver, to gobble up your arm and then your head, and then spit it back out into the picture. And frankly, if this happens only three times in a one-hour meeting, you know what? That's all the folks are going to remember about you. They won't remember your marvelous HR solution. No, no, no. They're going to they're gonna remember that uh, good old Henry got gobbled up on the screen and we couldn't make him out. So... That's why I say no. Instead, go low-tech and truly dependable. Let me tell you, Mr. Hunter Hastings runs economics for business. Now, how do I know that? Because he stands in front of a professional-looking cloth or whatever screen backdrop sign with his firm's name and logo on it. you, You get a sharp, crisp picture and you can get one of these for 125 at any sign uh, dollars at any sign shop. So it truly pays to advertise. If you're going to do a few zooms, and if this is your business, do it. It's it's a great investment, and you can absolutely count on it never disappearing. And uh, you will look all the better for it. And also, you know, that little investment will show that you care. Again, you want to show the people that you care about this meeting. And that will show it right there. So, and the second choice 
let's say that you, you don't have the screen or whatever, and you've just been called into a meeting. Well, you're, and you're going straight from your home office. All right. Now, remember that a video conferencing call is, well, it's extraordinarily intimate. You are inviting guests into your working area or, or your home. And are they judging you by your furnishings? Oh, Jesus. Yes, heavens, yes, count on it. They are. Uh, just like you judged your first date by the car sheer he drove. So, uh, and I actually discovered this in my own situation. When I began commenting, when, when, I'm sorry, when other folks began commenting on the little drum table, little round table I have, uh, with a giant copy of Webster's Third International Dictionary open onto it. And everyone would joke that this is the perfect writer's prop. It's actually something I use, but it, it, it made that mark. And you will also see, uh, also by total complete accident, um, of good fortune, I might add, a painting which I had commissioned entitled The Death of Jason. That's on the back wall there. Now, this is Jason the Argonauts, and I won't give you the story, but the picture is fascinating. And it, again, draws people, it gives them something to comment on, and it dis distinguishes me. So if you're an attorney, uh, perhaps you'd like a set of cross swords, or you may, uh, on your wall, or you might even have a statue of a pickpocket. It would seem appropriate. Uh, whatever it is, you can change a few things around in your office to make it seem uh, as if, again, this is something you care about in the meeting. So, uh, and finally, by the way, if your Zoom opens onto an absolute sty, as uh, raise your hands if you're guilty. I, my hand is higher than yours, no doubt. Uh, if you have an absolute sty of an office, well, the way to handle that, you just get prepared with a joke. And here's one I offer you. Uh, Free of, absolutely free of charge. You know, they say no orderly mind or business ever came out of a disorderly office. And if that's so, I think we're headed for Chapter 11 by the end of the week <laughs> or something. I mean, the idea, have, be honest, be straightforward, have fun. And if you've just joined us, you are listening to The Art of the CEO Radio Show, which with alarming frequency streams magically across the mightily misunderstood avenues of cyberspace where you may listen and download this and all our shows by visiting theartoftheceo.com. Now, we are on several stations, but to hear this and all the other episodes, I invite you to visit theartoftheceo.com. Thank you. And one final thing on the preparation side of video conferencing, uh, if you are hosting the conference and sending out the invitations, please, please include some formal or, 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 or even informal agenda. Even if it's only, uh, e.g., I'm really looking forward to talking with you guys and getting your thoughts on some of the reasons for the Johnson account and why it's proven so successful and which one of our clients we can move on to an upgrade. What are you doing? You are giving people a focus here so that they can gather ideas and have, have something to say. It also saves time. Now, remember, video conferencing 
entails public speaking. Teleconferencing is public speaking. And quite frankly, public speaking is very embarrassing for most people. Uh, not for my wife's husband. He, he's just a big mouth. But for the, all the sensible people in the world, it is. And um, they say it, in the book of lists, the three biggest fears are divorce, death, dentistry, and public speaking. So what you're doing by giving them this little agenda, even again, even the informal one, you're giving them a couple of topics to the, ahead of time, and they're going to look at this as a real blessing, and you know they're going to thank you by showing their interest. So, so think about that. And if you are receiving the invitation, please, please, RSVP. That is play. And don't forget, uh, when you're giving a response, yes, I'll be there, I wouldn't miss it. Um, don't forget to thank them for the effort of hosting. It's polite, it pays off, and also, in your response, it even gives you uh, the chance to add a topic or two that you'd like to discuss at the meeting. So it gives you a little control, as, as well as politeness and making yourself seem like a person of worth. So, and I think at that point, so, uh, that ends it for all our preparation. And uh, there's more, but I'm not going to bore, bore you with it. And so now, my friend, the camera comes on. It's live. You're on. And you're going to continue to be on until you hit that sign-off button. So it's showtime. It's time for you to slip into party mode. Look happy, even even better. Look eager and excited to be there. First, as as people come on, you're you're you know you're in the in the group, and and this this uh, visage flashes, and then that one comes comes ahead, comes to the face. Uh, you greet each person as they come on, uh, just as you would in any party. And if you know someone, see someone, a friend there, or an acquaintance, ask a question. What you trying to do? Think of this as a class reunion. Well, hello, Sally. It's so good to see you. I love your earrings. You are. Are you still collecting fish and ex-husbands or whatever? And uh, ask a, uh, a lot of light-hearted questions that mandate a response. That's what you're trying to do. That will get you a involved, and it will. You'll also do. You'll be breaking ice, and people will love you for the one who's who's getting things moving. Uh, Remember, as we all know, that it's not rank that creates a leader. It's, it's leadership. Secondly, uh, try to be ready for yourself with an opening response. Someone says something to you. And what I find is it's always best to have some little newsy tidbit to share. A quip. I, I, I like I do my, my quips myself. But... Uh, you, it doesn't have to be a, a bit humor. Uh, for instance, you can say, you know, now that I've had the chance to read the the Times, I read a piece noting that there are 740,000 consultants in the U.S., and that's and you know that comes out to 19 for every CEO in America, and or something like that. It's an interesting little thing. It distinguishes you. It sets you up there. Now you can also make a joke, but the caveat here. Only if you're really good at telling real quick short ones. My grandfather is 
uh, I come from a, a very sentimental family. My grandfather, on his deathbed, sold me this watch. Boom. Uh, that's the length about what you can handle. Um, and uh, you're, uh-oh, uh-oh, what's happening? Bart is starting to get into his joke mood. Let's move him out of that. Let's move him out of that. Oop, oop, oop. <laughs> anyway, uh, just remember to have something, a newsy opening for you. Now, remember also that as the cameras come on and the host opens up the meeting, remember that you are attending a business or, or social meeting here. And there are two reasons why you attend a business meeting. First, you want to blend your ideas with others and find solutions to the agenda items. Let me. Secondly, you, this is the chance in an agreeable way to show how absolutely marvelous you are. This is a self-selling opportunity. Every meeting is. So don't miss out on it just because you feel bored or you're slightly hungover. Uh, be, remember, this is a marvelous opportunity for you. And the third, all the old meeting rules reply, apply here. For example, you do not want to, when solutions or questions are asked, you don't want to be the first one to supply the answer. Uh, this is a big problem with my wife's husband. Build off of others' ideas. Let it, let it flow as a fugue for those of you who are musically inclined. Uh, someone comes in and you say, good point, Jim, about uh, social media marketing. You know, we could also add blah, 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 blah. You are, what you're doing is you're giving credit and you're gaining allies even before you present your own idea. Do you see that there? Good point, Jim, about the social media marketing. You're picking up on what he's doing. You're, you're gaining his alliance. Do not uh, – and that's a good way – to view all your business dealings, but it's particularly it's particularly poignant in video teleconferencing. So, at this point, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm taking a deep breath, <sighs> and we've had enough avalanching of tips and tactics for a moment. So, I'll tell you what: we will continue all this more dubious advice uh, coming out about video conferencing, uh, how to become a video conferencing maestro, right after you and I take a brief sorbet from today's, today's Feast of Wisdom as we offer you a few mm, utensils for today's feast. And the first utensil, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of Yourself. And since that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you seek out one new ally who can help you in your life's vision and reach out to them by listening to their story? Or will you continue to buy into that myth that joy and achievement only come from those who go it alone? <laughs> the choice, my friend, is truly yours. And the second utensil, I can sense you yearning to steep your lips into a little laughter and taste a scriptural recitation from the complete book, uh, source book of business humor, in the words of my wife's husband, which I am pulling down right now, and I'm going to sort it through. I'm going to give you one just a second. Oh, I like this one. I like, uh, this is great. 
Our romance with technology is most pleasing when we treat it as a teenage infatuation rather than a political marriage aimed at bolstering an empire. <laughs> so, as an afterthought, what we're really saying here is don't, when you look at technology, don't commit too much, spend too much, or sacrifice too much of yourself. Instead, just slide along on the techie ride while keeping one eye open for another partner. <laughs> and if you smirked a bit on that quip, well, uh, we have them literally by the booksville. Just visit bartsbooks.com and pick up your copy of the 102 or the 101 best business quips or our own uh, humor resource in the words of my wife's husband. And you can guaranteed ripple a smile across your face, making all your coworkers wonder just what in heaven's name this strange man is up to, or woman. Uh, at any rate, and as a third utensil, we sumptuously spoon to you this week's business quotation quiz. Do you know who said, the white man knows how to make everything but he does not know how to distribute it. This is incredibly perceptive. Uh, as, as a hint, this chief of the Hongpapa Lakota tribe had a vision about the warriors of his nation swarming over the troops of General George Custer, and it proved true. So you guessed it, these words were spoken by none other than Chief Sitting Bull. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, quotation. And if you have, uh, by the way, if you have a quip or quote that you'd like to share, just, just simply write them down uh, on your name, well, along with your name and address, and email it right off to info at com, that's info at bartsbooks.com. And if your sage thoughts are selected, your knowledge will earn you a mind and soul and career-igniting gift freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And we're going to continue trans, uh, the art of transforming you into a video conferencing maestro right after I introduce you to the company by whose good graces we are here today. And that firm is Prometheus Publishing. So this very day, Prometheus Publishers oh, would like to invite you to take a look at a book which has helped a great many women in their careers entitled Behind Every Successful Woman is herself. This is a gem of a guide, embracing the thoughts of leading women business uh, achievers, and it provides the techniques and the disciplines and those all-important attitudes uh, for ladies who want their careers and their ventures to soar meteorically. It makes an ideal gift for the graduate who is on her way into business uh, on the or is finding some new venture that she has in mind. So you may pick up your copy at bartsbooks.com bookstore. That's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S.com. And oh, one other thing, while you're there visiting the site, if you enjoyed today's quip and said, you know, gee, I, you know, I'd like a new laugh and a bit of wisdom flying up every week, we invite you to visit bartsbooks.com homepage and subscribe by filling out the, the, the two-line weekly quips email form. 
And then once you do, absolutely free and by the eternal enigma of email, you will receive laughter and wisdom floating your way every week. Carpe diem, my friend. You are indeed worth it. So now, with our utensils in hand, let us return to a more simple-than-you-think method of transforming you from a zoomophobic into a video uh, conferencing master uh, for fun and profit. So, continuing on, as we were saying, um, this is a meeting of fascinating fellows. Just because it's online, it's no less personal. And it also does not mean that this is any less of a business opportunity. So as you enter this meeting, look down the agenda and be sensible. Jot a couple of quick notes. You may even put in a few phrases that you want to say verbatim right there. It You'd be surprised how that helps you to, when you have cogent, precise thoughts that you're able to put right out there. And as you enter the meeting, uh, again, look at the agenda. By the way, uh, there is another thing that while you're in this meeting, I know cursive writing has become passe, but you're on camera here. If people see you writing with a pen while they are talking, they're going to assume that you're interested. But if they see you th thumbing your phone or typing on a laptop, you know what they're going to assume? They're going to assume that you're not listening and that you are rude. Now, this may not be accurate and it may not be fair, but that's the way it's interpreted. So scribble, looking with your eyes right at the individual speaking, and uh, or uh, or just just look at them straight on. It, to to type is is not going to work for you. It, you. it is it is part of. It will be as I say interpreted as rude. Now, another thing is that while you're on the the Zoom itself, it's so, yeah, I know it's easy to doze off. You think, I'm not talking, so what could possibly important be coming out of it? Well, I'd like to invite you to try this, this technique here. It's what I call active listening. Now, w the, the whole topic of listening and uh, video conferencing is, is really important because uh, Zoom is an ideal opportunity to practice uh, dealing with people literally face-to-face uh, -face, even though it's online. Most polite folks practice what I call passive listening, and that is shutting up while someone else is speaking, and you know what you're doing, what you're really doing, sure you do. While, while this idiot is blithering on and on, uh, you're using this empty space to, to, uh, f to mold and foster your, uh, forge your next comment, your next comment. Now, that's all well and good, but I'm, what I'm suggesting here is instead of impatiently sitting on your tongue, try jutting your eyes forward and encouraging the speaker. Use nods, use facial gestures, give the okay sign, you know, the thumb and forefinger like this uh, when you hear something you like. But also, <clears throat> and th again, this goes to the more uh, the more intimate, less formal idea of, of video conferencing as, as opposed to a the presentation podium around the board table. Uh, don't be afraid to interrupt the speaker with what I call encouragement remarks. Things like, gee, sounds like that was difficult, Ed. Or, 
sounds like you had a good team behind you, Edith. Now, what you're doing with these remarks is that you're showing, first, that you're truly interested in what the speaker has to say, and that you find the conversation interesting enough to ask questions. But you're also doing something else. You are you're inviting this speaker to talk on. And the style of your questions allows them to either uh, pick up on that, on, on your comment about, oh, that must have been difficult, uh, or they can dismiss it. They can just say, mm-hmm, yeah. Now, the, the, the trick is here, and it is a trick, to make sure that your comments don't distract. So, so if you interrupt with, say, uh, oh, hey, Jock, can you fill us in on the tech side of that problem? That's you're, you're a derailment of what the speaker's stream was going on. So that's something you'd say for the end. But if you say, gee, that must have been difficult, they, the, you're giving the, the speaker the chance to dismiss or expand on what he was already talking about. And I think about that for a moment because I, it, it's, it's an important idea and it's going to make you an, an ally here if you do it right. So, so think about those little encouraging questions that uh, the, the speaker can dismiss or expand on and you show your interest. It's, uh, it's a little tricky, but practice it a while. I'm sure you'll get it. And I think there, there's one of the things that now we're stuck in the, we're, we're, we're rambling through the middle of our, our, our video conferencing call. There's, I developed something called a little list here called Zoom Manners. And these are, they're just as there are certain protocols that you make when you're in a meeting, you don't stand on the table and decide to dance uh, while showing pictures of your your your, your pet zebra, the um, instead so so think about but but Zoom has a is is a is a slightly different medium. So let me just run through these here, and I I hope you'll uh, I hope you'll take them to heart. First of all, punctual. Ever since the cell phones replaced watches, we sort of lost the art of punctuality. We have. Um, uh, we have uh, we've sort of forgotten that it, we pick up our phone and say, "Hey, Joe, I'm going to be ten minutes late to this meeting." Well, uh, video conferencing starts at three fifteen, and by heavens, you got to be there. And so, do try to be punctual. It makes all the difference in the world. Now, also, number two, do continue, no matter how long it goes, to look interested. Let them see you jot things down, as we talked about. Do not visibly work endlessly on the chat while others are speaking. This is, uh, it, yes, you certainly are invited to add to the chat, but if they see you, again, we've, we've already talked about typing uh, madly while someone else is talking. Uh, this is not, uh, this is not, I'm sorry, this video conference is not a multitasking opportunity unless you really, really want to convince people that you really, really don't think they're worth listening to. Uh, and so, again, pay attention. Try the single focus. Another tip, 
this is an informal time. The settings are informal. The mood is halfway between a formal stakeholder session and a party. It's somewhere between there. So relax. Adjust accordingly. Uh, as to other things you may do, you may drink. Uh, bring a, a coffee mug, uh, sip uh, water, whatever you want. But eating is... Well, let's get real. No one looks really good while they're stuffing a pork pie and they're yawning more. Don't eat. It, it's it's just going to make you look as look as if you're unscheduled and also a little bit rude. The oh, and here's a big one. And all of, no matter what provider you choose, in the middle of your video conference, there is some button you can push that will allow you to mute yourself. When you are t- uh, when a phone call comes in or someone walks in the room, I cannot tell you. We have I have one friend who's very caring, a very nice person, but he never mutes himself. And so we've had three or four sessions where uh, a, a, a tradesman comes to the door. Now I can tell you how much uh, this fella is being charged to fix his fix this boiler. I can tell you the price that my friend is negotiating for it, and I can tell you the whole outcome of it. Meanwhile, the host, who is trying to make his point, is sitting there going, so mute yourself before that. And by the way, if you do have to leave, if you have to run to the john, if you, for whatever, ask to be excused. You, Your mother taught you to do that, and she taught you for a darn good reason. As my father always used to say, Courtesy is kindness, and as his son insists, there is no better way to boost your image of yourself and others viewing you than being kind. And we're and just two more things. No, uh, one, how much of you can folks stand? Now, what I'm talking about is you know you, you, how much contributing, how much talking. First. Examine your interacting self. Do you find that you tend to talk too much or do you contribute too little? Now, video conferencing amplifies these extremes. My wife's husband, he's a blabbermouth. I have a ready response for every sentence ever spoken. My solution is is, uh, to talk, talk, talk. But my my response, I say to myself, all right, Bart, shut up. No matter what is said for the next few minutes, you will say nothing. You're going to give others a chance. And uh, that, and I I do not want to hog the show. There's nothing worse than looking like a spotlight hog. Second, and but if you are silent, let me assure you, silence does not show wisdom in a teleconference. In a Zoom, it merely broadcasts that you're not interested, and frankly, that you're not worth troubling with. So be careful. Make sure that you do participate. And finally, as the conversation ratchets down, and and everyone gets time to leave, you know, it's time for you, time for everyone to sort of grumble off onto their next uh, activity. It's time for you to, again, one more opportunity for you to distinguish yourself with a memorable exit line. So, uh, what I'm going to, uh, since Bob and Ray have already taken up Hang By Your Thumbs or Write If You Get Work, 
do something that's a bit more upbeat. Um, something like, I had a wonderful meeting, and surprisingly, this was it. Thanks so much, everybody, and thanks, Sarah, for that, the, uh, for taking out the time to, to, to be a host for us all, or something like that. Something that's a little clever, a little fun. I'm, you're very creative. I'm sure you'll come up with something. And that, my friend, is why this host is inviting you to face your next online conference with the calm confidence of a Christian with four races. So, as we round out today's Feast of Wisdom, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's parting shot. In the words of my wife's husband, your pride is only a sin to someone who sees it as a threat to their own individual gain. The insightful ones take pride in themselves, and the successful ones also never shy from sharing credit. Just a thought. And to you who have gleefully been sharing our feast, I hope you've enjoyed the art of the CEO as much as I've enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember that you may download this and all our shows by visiting theartoftheceo.com. And finally, to you who have honored you, who have honored me and all of us with your time. May I say, as always, it has been a privilege, and I thank you.